I'm going to record tonight's meeting. I don't have a PowerPoint prepared. Um, I was last month's meeting I thought went really well. We talked about um, the California drought and um, Dave Sansone was here. And we also had a delicious probiotic beverage called Shwasaka-san, which was um, made with bacterias, uh, similar to making a plant juice and then combining a bunch of plant juices together and letting that culture and drinking that. Um, so very similar parallels to natural farming coming from a completely unrelated thing of, you know, someone from Japan coming here and talking about these natural farming principles of fermentation, microorganisms, and, you know, feeding our body and our soils. Um, so that was cool. I said I was going to bring some. I totally forgot it. Brought some kombucha. Um, but I thought that this here, we could kind of... I do have one way to get it kind of started of talking about solutions, like a discussion of... Um, natural farming solutions that for for a long time we call them like inputs and things like that or amendments or whatever you're gonna put out there but solutions is a good word so when we get our natural farming solutions then someone's like oh I got this problem well, I got a natural farming solution for you and you're like oh I cut my leg and I'm bleeding well I got a natural farming solution like put IMOs on there you know that's cool. um, so calling these solutions uh, puts aligns the vocabulary of where we know they're the answers to a lot of these issues we're facing. Aligns it right back to our tools being part of that answer. Um, so the solution I want to present to you tonight is a combination of different natural farming solutions, but this is the one that is the best here. And um, this is what we call a maintenance spray, or maintenance solution, and everything in natural farming is edible. <laughs> Pass it around. You can dip a finger inside, eat it. You don't have to worry about contamination because there's a lot of vinegar in there. It, any bacteria that's on your finger that you might put into there will immediately perish. So it's safe to share like this, um, even if someone has a very gross... <coughs> Whatever they got, hey, it's cool. If you really got something gross, don't put your finger in there. Huh? <laughs> Common courtesy. No. Um, so, yeah, it's delicious, right? Yeah. Um, and then we won't leave our friends on this side empty-handed. This is a fresh batch that I just made. They're different from each other. Give it a good shake before you do it, but we'll pass this in our own direction. So, not only is this product delicious, it's edible, it's a, you know, it's a solution, you can put that, you know, you spill too much on your skin, you're like, <laughs> all right, it's kind of nice. So I see this as a, as a major solution. What, I, what I'm passing around, though, is the maintenance spray. This simplifies natural farming down to one little thing. That there, you spray that every 7 to 11 days, or every time your plant is putting out like a new leaf or growth. When it's putting out the new growth, you just spray it with this stuff, 
get it wet, water around, however, you know, you'll see when it had enough, it's wet, the plant is dripping. It will eat through its leaves if you can get it on the bottom. One spray, one solution, that's all you need. You can buy that, it's shelf stable. Um, so you can be a, a natural farmer, give that to your friends, have them taste it. Um, so that's, that's the solution. What, what, what's in it is a, um, it's two parts vinegar, two parts fermented plant juice, and one part OHN. So all of those are recipes that we make. They're all concentrated in that form. They're in there in that ratio that when you put it into that ratio and then you go spray that out there, you need 20 milliliters per gallon. So I grab my little thing right here. This is super handy, has measures in 20s for me. Grab out my 20 per gallon, three gallons 60, right? So I can do 60 gallons. Three gallons with a 60 milliliter thing, right? So, really easy. Just squirt, put in your stuff, mix it around. You got now the best nutrients in there, the best foods to feed all the, the bio life and um, the, the plant itself. It can utilize hormones that weren't heat treated or anything, they're intact um, hormones and enzymes directly into your plant. Um, the sugars start to activate biological activity, also excites the plant. The vinegar helps the fungus to start dissolving rocks. And anything that's kind of like, you know, like your arteries are clogged, the vinegar flushes that through, brings renewed vigorous health and growth back to your plant. And the medicines that are in there of the OHN, which is garlic, ginger, and turmeric, which are the, you can always eat them as regular medicine. I can eat garlic every day, and I'm not going to build up resistance to garlic. But I am going to be much healthier and much more resistant to other things if I'm eating garlic each day. And this is an extract that's been tinctured and put in here of garlic, ginger, and turmeric, which are some of the most potent healing herbs and really beneficial microbial associations for humans and plants. So those three things, the medicine, the vinegar, and the food, all in here makes it real easy. 20 milliliters per thing. Super simple solution, shelf stable. You can put it in your car. You know, just um, once you dilute it, it's not stable anymore. And so that's that's really one of my biggest solutions. I think if we get a whole lot of this around, we start spraying it everywhere all the time. We're just going to stimulate bio life everywhere. So you had something that was all droughty ground that was dead and cracked and no life in it. And I start spraying this on it, pretty soon it's going to start having microorganisms living in there and it's going to start to get moist and wet and it's going to return to like a living forest floor. Do you also use it as a foliar spray on the leaves itself or primarily just in the, in the soil and roots? Both, yeah. Both. You can use this as a plant spray, as a light mist onto your plant, just wet it or you can use it as a deep soil drench. So say I spilled, like I was filling up my gas for something and I spilled a bunch of fuel on the ground. Now I can take this and make a thing of this and just pour like 20 gallons of water on it and, and it dilutes it, but it also, then the microbes will start to break down that fuel and make it safe for the environment. So you can use it as a drench to like repair damaged areas or a spray just to feed. 
say again what the um, parts were? Two parts. Vinegar. Two parts of vinegar, two parts of plant juice, and one part of oitin. And you put 20 milliliters in how much? To a gallon. And you can dilute lighter than that if it's a plant you really care about and you just want to introduce this into it. You know? But the, just rule of thumb, kind of 20, but be careful. Probably I should simplify it all. I try every time it gets gets a little smaller. I will eventually be a micro. <laughs> um, so so I just talked about this fantastic food that's gonna bioremediate our ground with what's naturally already there. As natural farmers, we also have other solutions available to us. And those are beneficial microorganisms themselves. So who recognizes this? Kombucha, right? We drink this. This is a well-known, starting to become a hip drink. You can get it at the farmer's market. You can get it at the Krampus Culture Cafe. You can get it all over, right? So we're starting to get familiar with this. This is just one microorganism. It's, you know, it's actually a collection of a few of them in here. But as natural farmers, we know that these are what is everywhere and is making life cycle. Right? So when we find beneficial ones, we know when, as humans when we drink kombucha, it has health benefits, right? We can enumerate those or we can just pretend like we read it all on the internet and we already know. <laughs> Because I know I saw that meme that said it was good for something. Right? We know it's good. It's, it's the microbes that are good. The kombucha, I've been mixing this with this maintenance spray, spraying this. Kombucha goes into the ground, starts working, it's magic. It starts a kombucha bar in the soil for all my other microbes. It's like, hey. Um, so that's one microbe to mix with that. I just put a, a little dash of that in there to get them all excited on this food and spray it out. Um, and then I also use um, lactobacillus, lactic acid, bacteria, yogurt, extract, a um, bunch of different names for it. Broad family lactic acid bacteria is what I use here. We all know LAB, amazing stuff, miracles, does its work. Oh, <laughs> um, so lactobacillus also good because it goes into the soil where it's anaerobic. So maybe your soil is super compacted. You got a lot of Wainaku grass. You can combine these two, and hopefully it'll get down there and puff it up so that the Wainaku grass won't want to grow, or it'll be easier to pull out at least. Um, and then we know, of course. The, the granddaddy of all microbes to mix with this is the uh, IMO, which is not really any particular microbe. It's the indigenous ones that you got from your area that you knew were beneficial. Say there's a great mango tree by your house that puts out great mangoes, has really deep leaf litter. You collect that on starch, mix it, and then mix it into your water when you're spraying this way. And instead of going through a bulk up process of making IMO through the CHO methods, you can use this really simple solution method of just making a liquid.
just like I have kombucha here. So if I had my moldy rice, I'd make like a moldy rice kombucha. At least you're getting some solution. Then go better and make the IMO once you get there. But I, I think it's more important for our drought and for our soil to just get microbes out there with food. Because every time you're driving in your car, you know, like we, we talk about chemtrails and that being like paranoia and stuff. Every time you're driving in your car, you're, ma you're leaving a chemtrail of just really toxic fumes behind you that lands on the ground and saturates that area. And that microbe that's there on the ground is now saturated in like that stuff from you. And it's like, oh. And so if we're also spraying this food and this stuff on top of those microbes, they can at least be like, they get hit on one side, but then they got a candy bar on the other. You know, they're like, all right, at least I had a candy bar. So even if we're still beating them up, you know, like we can help them out. <laughs> um. But this is an immediate solution that really, even just vinegar, vinegar is available at stores and it starts to help the soil if you're using it in the right ways, um, diluted properly and mixing your kombucha that, you know, spraying this out. But in terms of like radical scale bioremediation, I just see this as like a thing. Um, when, I, when I start to think of like solutions and like things I would want to see, it's fire trucks cruising, spraying this stuff. <laughs> to get into all the valleys. You know, and every drop of fossil fuel that we're going to use, every diesel, every one that we're going to like negative impact on these guys is spent towards helping them and fixing them. So we're going to fly an airplane that's full of this stuff and we're spraying out and we're getting over that destruction curve to like replenishing curve, right? I think your car is So he mentioned fix your car up with a sprayer. I just put a 25-gallon sprayer in the back of my car with a little on-off switch, runs on 12 volts off my car, and I can just spray. So I do it, and I've been doing it, I don't know, a couple, couple times already. It works really well. I want to engineer a system where it takes a, um, a big circle like that and it makes a smaller cone like that and goes up so that the air as I'm driving blows in and I can mist into that and it will shoot just using my forward velocity as a air to get it so I can hit like further away from me. It's an on off switch like I said. But if I do get arrested you guys all got my bail money right? <laughs> Nah, because I think it's a good thing. Just like, because they cruise down the road spraying things that are poisoned straight into our waterways. I, I literally watched a dude at the, right, the road right by Cafe 100 stand there and shoot poison into the water to hit the grass in the water. What? <laughs> and I was like, dude, you know, like... <laughs> I just walked away. <laughs> But I did take a video of it, I put on the internet, awareness of this kind of stuff is what gets people to be like, whoa, what was I thinking that day? You know, because I've, I've been there, you know, and like one day you wake up and you're like, oh man, like I don't feel so good, maybe I shouldn't use this stuff. And then you come to something like this and you eat it and you feel better. And that's the transition that we all go through at some point in our life, or don't. <laughs> um... I'm also stoked on the solution of biochar coming up next month. 
Josiah to be here. I think there's a ton of promise in, in tar. As one of the most um, best soil amendments you can put down, like something you're going to put onto your farm, it is char. It's properly burnt wood that's been activated with microorganisms. And you put that out there. Because it's like a bank account. You can take it, you can charge it up with nutrients, like load a credit card up and then put it out to your farm and all those nutrients will, it's like a slow release. So you not just put a burnt wood out which is empty, which will suck all the nutrients up, but you take that charred wood, you load it, soak it in this stuff, then you put it out and it's just a reservoir of that for like the equivalent of like millions of years in the soil. And so I see as an amendment for the soil, char as being the number one thing. Stoke Josiah is going to come talk to us. He's been doing like amazing research on it and figuring out the process to make it um, you know, eco-friendly because you're lighting fires. So. <laughs> um, but, um, and the, the, other, the other solution I got, uh, this last one here, is, is coming together like this, bringing more people together, sharing food. Food is ultimately the common denominator between us. We all eat or would like to. You know. um, we all do other things too, but eating is the one that brings us together. Um, and so meeting here in these groups, that's another thing that I'm trying to been doing. And, uh, but what I would like to do is eat some food with you guys and um, kind of talk story about natural farming. I don't know how, I guess we'll see how it goes after we eat, if we want to reform up or if we want to just like. Do you have like an ingredient list of like how you make that stuff? Yeah, it's all, it's on the website, naturalfarminghawaii.net in various forms. I'm really trying, like you see how I came here and I simplified it and made it real easy. I'm taking like, seven years, seven or eight years of stuff and like, and like, here it is. So when you go to the website, you get to see all seven years of it. You get to see, oh, you get, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then whoop, <laughs> right? Um, so you get to see that whole track. So it's not as clear there. I, I try to bring these presentations here. Donald's filming right now, stoked on that. Occupy Hawaii has been great for getting this word out, um, but it's been a grassroots thing. I run the website myself my own dime. I audio record this here. Always try to generate as much media content that I can afford um, because the more this word spreads, the better. This is what I'm saying. Of, like, This is my other solution. It's like, I've been making memes on the internet. I know you've been checking them out. Oh, man. Yeah, because this information needs to get out and people read memes. So I'm like... <laughs> Um, so any and all tools we have available to us, you know, like start pumping it out, get it going, um, be, that's, you know, it is a solution, right? Because I named it that. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, Cherub, Cherub has an announcement. I guess, do we have any announcements? I started without that, so. Um, so the Farmers Union United is putting on a natural farming symposium in October, October 1, 2, and 3. 
Um, it's going to be really fun. Day of Skillshares, panels, and farm tours. Um, I have tickets here and I'll stay around for a little while if anybody's interested in purchasing them today. Um, the three days is $150. comes with a complimentary Farmers Union membership if you'd like a year-long membership. Um, what else? Yeah. It's sweet to be there. <laughs> it's going to be exciting. Yeah. So. What, what do they do? What's that? What do they do for the three days? The first day is going to be a day of Skillshares. Um, Drake will be here along with five or six other people teaching these various inputs. Um, and there will be presentations uh, throughout that day as well. Day two is going to be a day of panels by different experts in the field. Um, everything ranging from piggeries to large-scale ag to what school networks are doing with this. Um, and then day three will be your choice of farm tour. Um, and right now we have five different farms to choose from. Um, so there will be breakfast and lunch for the first two days. Um, by Heartbeat Catering and Sweet Pain Cafe. Um, there will also be a premiere documentary screening of In Search of Balance, which is a documentary uh, examining the health benefits of IMOs, I believe. So I'll be around if anybody's interested. Also, I'm, I'm stoked that it's happening here, right here, and because in October, because a whole bunch of people from all over natural farming will be here. So it's a great time to network, find other people, meet everyone that's doing it, um, and, uh, and learn. You know, just like gathering in this group gets you to think, I think. Um, so the other thing we have, a little announcement from Kim. Um, she's going to be teaching another... Um, uh, series series on um, the, the basic inputs, right? Or the basic solutions. Yeah. And she just did a class, uh, had uh, 13 people just. Um, uh, yeah, so. Right. Uh, I, I don't take uh, uh, many students because it's all hands on. And uh, so I usually take 12 students. But then uh, I have about 13 this time. And then. Uh, it was really, really good class. So uh, some of them uh, asked me, when is your next class? So I had to uh, make the next one really soon. It's uh, September. It's a three weeks course this time. And then um, you will learn uh, how to collect IMOs and then orient to herb nutrient, how to make a fermented plant juice, how to make fish amino acid, how to make a water-soluble calcium, water-soluble calcium phosphate, and then also uh, plan a nutrient cycle. And then also you will learn how to raise uh, chickens. Um, so this is all hands-on, and all the material is included. And um, there's a cost. <laughs> Class fee will be $150. It will be at uh, my place. My place is set up is like a one acre permaculture setup. So you will see, and uh, 
there's a no smell on the animal pens, whatnot. So it, it will be really uh, helpful if you are interested in um, grow your own food healthy way. Yes. And then there's uh, my contact number. Thank you. So seeing Eho Mai and eat So Eho Mai talks about the merging of the big ideas with the small microorganisms and kind of bringing them right here into this focus. Um, so if we can stand up and join hands and stand some microbes with your neighbor, make a big circle. So I'll, usually I have it written down on the PowerPoint, but since I don't have that PowerPoint today, I'll just kind of go with it. So it says Aho Mai three times. So if you're uncertain of this, you can join in the Aho Mai part. You'll hear it, okay? Aho Mai Kaike Mai Luna Mai Enjoy talk story. Amen. Amen.